Welcome to Vaginas, Vulvas, and Vibrators with Jordan Donnell. This is a safe place to learn about women's health and sexual wellness. I am your host, Jordan Donnell, a physician assistant, women's sexual health educator, and intimacy coach. Thank you guys so much for joining us on our first episode today. I am so happy to have you guys all with me. Our first episode is all about what they didn't teach us in health class. Now, before we get started, you're probably wondering who in the world is she and why is she teaching me about health? So let me tell you a little bit about myself. I'm Jordan Jones. I am a physician assistant by trade. I've been practicing about three years. I am currently in family practice. Prior to family practice, I did work in infertility and um, my aspirations, my desires to work in women's health started at the young age of 12. Way back when I was 12 years old, I was kind of that go-to girl for all of my girlfriends. When they were having something funky going on, when they were wondering um, about what kind of birth control to use, whatever it was, I was the girl that my friends went to to talk about um, their lady problems with. So that's kind of where it all stemmed. And I ended up having the most wonderful pediatrician who really actually made me fall more in love with women's health too. But then when I was 21, I was introduced to Pure Romance. And Pure Romance really opened the doors for me when it came to learning more about women's health, working with women, educating women, collaborating with women. It was it was a great experience. And so that really further... Um, helped me see that I really liked working with women. And so now um, the reason why I decided to do this podcast is because having worked with a lot of different ladies, what I've learned is that a lot of women don't have the resources. There's not good places to go for good information on women's health. And I want to create a place for ladies to go to learn about how things work, learn about their bodies. So that's why I created this podcast. Now, um, one of the first things we're going to talk about, because I think it's so important, is anatomy and terminology. As a practitioner, I have a lot of patients that come in that are like, oh, my vagina hurts. And I'm like, hmm, okay, so tell me a little bit more about what that means to you. And a lot of ladies aren't able to describe any other area of their um, genitalia other than it's my vagina. So the terminology just isn't there, which makes it really hard as a practitioner. But then also like our kids aren't learning proper terminology because we just don't even know the proper terminology and that's okay. But today we're going to learn it. So before we start with our external anatomy, I am going to have you do a little, make a little uh, hand prop with me. So I want you to make a peace sign flip that thing upside down and stick your thumb through it. This is our um, female external anatomy uh, hand thing, okay? So we're going to walk through it. The back of your hand, that top part there, that is your mons pubis. That is a thick pad of fatty tissue that is typically covered by pubic hair. And then... We're going to move into our vulva. So the vulva consists of the labia as well as the clitoris, and that's the actual peace sign. 
The labia majora are the outer lips on either side of the vaginal opening. These labia typically have hair and they're similar to the scrotum in men or in male anatomy. Then the labia minora are the inner lips. Now the labia minora vary in size and shape between women. For some ladies, they're going to have longer inner labias. Some ladies are going to have shorter inner labias when compared to their outer labia. So everybody's a little bit different. They come in different colors. It's normal to have some variety there. Now the inner labia, the labia minora, are covered in sweat glands and oil glands. They're also really dense in nerves. So this plays a role in arousal and foreplay, which don't worry, we're going to talk all about foreplay one of these days. Now, um, typically the inner labia don't have any hair. So the next organ that's part of our external anatomy that's part of our vulva is our clitoris. So the clitoris, its sole purpose is for pleasure and it is located where the two inner labia meet. So it's our thumb on our hand model. The clitoris is about the size of a pea, but you're really only seeing the tip. It has um, two shafts that extend into the body, kind of like a wishbone, and they extend about 7 to 13 centimeters. So that makes the length of the clitoris um, about the same as a penis. Hmm, interesting, right? Now, the clitoris has anywhere between 8,000 and 20,000 nerve endings. I've read lots of different articles and they all have a different number. So somewhere in there, it's got a ton of nerve endings. And 80% of women need clitoral stimulation in order to achieve orgasm. So take note of that, ladies. If you've got a partner, yell at them, let them know. 80% of women need clitoral stimulation to achieve orgasm. You are not alone, girl. Make sure... Um, Make sure we bring awareness to that. I think that's really important, and we'll talk more about that here in some future episodes. But a lot of people don't realize that vaginal stimulation alone does not result in orgasm for most women. So keep that in mind. Now, the clitoris is covered by a fold of skin called the clitoral hood, and that protects the head of the clitoris from friction and it's kind of like the foreskin um, equivalent on the penis. Now, the clitoral head retracts when stimulated. Also, you should know that the clitoris, when stimulated, does become enlarged or engorged. Now, if we didn't have a clitoral hood and you had all those nerve endings, think about 8,000. So think about like all the nerve endings on the entire shaft of the penis and all of that is all in that little tiny thumb-sized area. So think about that rubbing on like your pants or jeans all the time. Whew, thank goodness we have our clitoral hoods to protect us, ladies. Or we'd be having some problems walking down the street, just saying. Now, the last part in the external anatomy is our urethral opening or the area where urine exits the body. And that's just below the clitoris. So to review, and then right below that is going to be our vaginal opening, which um, we'll get a little bit more into here in a second. So to review our external anatomy, we have our mons pubis, our vulva, which includes our labia and our clitoris, and our urethral opening, as well as our vaginal opening. Now, 
Moving on to internal anatomy. So what exactly is the vagina? The vagina is where we give birth. It's our birth canal. And the entrance of the vagina, like I said, is part of the vulva. And then it connects up to the cervix. And the cervix connects up to the uterus, which we're going to get a little bit deeper into each of those here. The vagina itself does vary in size between each woman. And with arousal, the vagina actually expands to allow for penetration. Now, at the entrance of the vagina are two glands called Bartholonian's glands. They are pea-sized glands that are responsible for secreting lubrication to help keep the vaginal tissue moist or lubricated. At the end of the vagina is the cervix, like I said, and the cervix connects to the uterus. The uterus is located in the middle of the pelvic cavity, and it's a muscular organ. The uterus is where a normal pregnancy would grow and develop as well. And it also is where our period comes from. The uterus is where the lining builds up and sheds each month when there is no pregnancy. At the upper top of the, or the upper part of the uterus is uh, our fallopian tubes. That's where the fallopian tubes connect. And the fallopian tubes actually kind of come off of the uterus and float, I guess is the best way to describe it, kind of hang out and are towards the ovaries, but they're not actually attached to the ovaries. At the end of the fallopian tubes, you have little tentacles called fembrae. And when the ovaries ovulate and release an egg, these fembrae go over to that ovary and kind of sweep up that egg and bring it into the fallopian tube where it kind of waits to get fertilized with sperm. And typically fertilization happens in the fallopian tubes and then that embryo travels and implants in the uterus in a normal healthy pregnancy which we're going to talk a little bit more about ectopic pregnancies and um, other types of abnormal pregnancies but the ovaries are where our eggs grow and develop and mature and ovulate from women are really different than men in that they are born with 1 million eggs and by the time they start their menstrual cycle they're down to 300,000 eggs. We don't produce more eggs unlike men who constantly are producing sperm. So each month about 1,000 eggs go through cell death and over a woman's reproductive lifetime they're only ovulating about three to 400 of their eggs. So that's very, very different than men and um, something that's really important when it comes to fertility, which we're going to talk about in the future as well. So that is the basics of our female reproductive system. So to review our internal anatomy, we have our vagina, our cervix, our uterus, our fallopian tubes, and our ovaries. And throughout this podcast, we're going to go into lots of detail about all of these different parts, and such as like polycystic ovarian syndrome, endometriosis, dyspareunia, um, dysmenorrhea, a lot of different things. And a lot of those words, you're kind of like, whoa, those are some big words. Don't worry. I'm going to break it down to you and make it very simple. So um, I'm going to make sure we put it on a very basic level so that we all can learn something new and kind of learn about how our bodies work a little bit better. Now, what I would challenge you to do is go grab a mirror and take a look at your anatomy. 
Can you name all of your parts? Can you find your vagina? Can you find your labia? Can you find your clitoris? Okay. If you can't find it, it's going to be hard for anybody else to find it. Okay. So like when it comes to your clitoris, if you can't find your clitoris, it's going to be hard for your partner to know where to go because you can't instruct them. Now, um, the other thing is when it comes to looking at it, think about how your anatomy is different from everybody else's and that's totally normal. So maybe your labia are a little bit longer. Maybe they're a little bit shorter. Embrace them. Okay. Totally normal. Maybe it's a different color. Some ladies are going to be lighter. Some are going to be redder. Some are going to be browner. Everybody's are different. So embrace your normal. That is also something that's really helpful when you take a look at it. You know what your baseline is. You know what normal is for you. So if anything ever changes, you can be like, hey, that wasn't there before. What is this? Helps just give you a nice baseline. The other thing about this lecture, this talking about anatomy, I want you to make sure you share it with your kids, okay? Make sure your daughters know where their parts are as well. Because um, if they don't have you to teach them, they're not going to learn it in health class. Clearly, we already were all, we all talked about male anatomy, but we just missed all the female anatomy in school. So we have to make sure we're teaching it at home. Now, next week, I am really looking forward to telling you what next week's topic is. We are talking about the G-spot. So if you thought this week was interesting, just wait. Next week is way interesting. We're talking about how to find the G-spot Okay, so thanks again for joining today and continuing to bring awareness to women's health. If you love the show, please subscribe so you never miss an episode and leave a review for others to see. If you want to see me on the daily, you can check out my bio for links to all my pages. Be sure to share this episode with your girlfriends. Thanks again and see you guys next week.